You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here without Sarah X. Dillon, who is up in Seattle right now. But it is Bridgetown Comedy Festival week here in Portland, and it is going on. And I had the honor to sit down with... Honor. Honor. I guess honor is the right word. Uh, Sit down with Alice Wetterland. Um, Alice is fantastic. She's performing at a bunch of different shows over the next uh, few days. You can get your tickets at bridgetowncomedy.com or check her out on her uh, website, alicewetterland.com. Um, she's great. We start off the interview though. Uh, just, she's commenting, uh, thinking that my keyboard looked clean on my laptop. It is not, it's just really dirty. So the light made it look like it was clean. And then I admitted to it. And then it seems like I had a, uh, a porn keyboard. So that's why that started off. Probably not my finest intro to an, to an interview, but, uh, nonetheless, she was great. So check her out at bridgetowncomedy.com. Like I said, get some tickets. Here is Alice Wetterland. Keyboard. I, keyboard covers. I don't know. It's just no. It's just my really this gross is computer. Rad. It computer. is. Uh, well, it looks like, like that right now because there's no light on it. But it is really gross. Yeah. It finds porn. <laughs> yes, that's like a porn finder. That's that's pretty much yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Work, you know. Well, there it is. Okay, that worked. Late night laptop. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yeah, I work a uh, another job uh, downtown for like a tech company where mm-hmm. I host videos for them, mm-hmm. and they are disgusted by my keyboard. <laughs> like there was a guy that was he couldn't even be in the room with me. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. well, sorry, you know, and I don't I don't keep mm-hmm. it as clean as I probably should. Uh, welcome to Fun Employment Radio. We're talking about uh, porn keyboards, and uh, I'm I'm Craig Nibbler here with Alice Wetterland. Hello, hi, hi. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, when did you get into town? I got into town last night at oh, around wow. 7.30 p.m. And then yes. just went straight over there and did yeah, a show? I did. I went right to the right to the Jupiter Hotel. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then to the nightclub. And then right to the nightclub. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Performed on like a disco stage. Didn't do well. Yeah. No one did. Yeah. Um, because it's not a venue. <laughs> that is what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, that it is not. It's just, uh, really... I, I think it's kind of fun, though. I like. I definitely, as a, I mean, I love performing in a place that's like, no, like this doesn't fit. Yeah, <laughs> don't this do isn't... this. <laughs> I mean, that's like how every you know open mic, everything, and like w- we used to joke that like anytime a, a new business is, would open up in Brooklyn, the like the mafia of open micers would come by and be like, all right, we're starting an open mic here. You know, we're breaking knees, you know? Yeah. It's like, no, that's my Thursday night. And it's like, that's it's our Thursday night now. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how, uh, have you ever performed in a place like that before? Like what's the strangest place you've ever performed? Um, shit. I should really be prepared for these questions. Because I don't know. You always, I'm just, like, just going to throw you at No, you always out, get them. And it's like, why don't I have like a list? Like a set answer. Because I know there's insane ones. Yeah. Um, maybe one of the weirdest places is I, I, one of my very first jobs was working um, with another comedian named Grant Gordon. Shout out. Grant Gordon. Shout out to Grant Gordon. Uh, he's a comedian. He's very funny. He and I worked, we did improv, um, like short form improv on the Ford Pavilion at the New York Auto Show. <laughs> and it was... Like, at the, like, at the actual auto show, <laughs> yeah. you were hired by Ford to go in Ford there? Ford had this, like, like whole comedy... <laughs> yeah, they, like... This was at the time Ford had these really cool commercials with a puppet and Paul F. Tompkins, which Paul F. Tompkins later did a puppet. He's doing a show with puppets now um, called No You Shut Up, which you should check out. It's great. Um, but he... 
like so then they d- they had success with that so they were like let's do all this comedy stuff and so they like hired a bunch of improv comedians from UCB to come do short form improv which is not what I did at all um, it's very like game you know whose line is it anyway at the Ford Pavilion and then they also hired this like insanely expensive director from England to to like to do, like direct it and she's like a theater director it made no sense did she have anything to do with no you guys at all? she was just... like I just want to keep it very like grounded and like <laughs> don't I don't want to go broad I don't want to go silly or wacky you know this is very interesting it's it's relatable and I'm like oh yeah and it's improv on a Ford Pavilion <laughs> with no audience of people walking by so the first day we got out there we did f- like four minutes and she comes out and she literally is like okay forget what I said go broad go wacky like she completely went back on it because it was like no one no one understood why we were there yeah and we were getting paid it's like car convention so much money to be at this car convention I mean that's awesome and it was like 10 minutes per hour because we'd go 10 minutes and then we'd have an hour and it would come again in 10 minutes and we'd work for 6 hours so like we would just have the rest of the time to wander around the auto show and we were like we broke it down if we were really working how much money we were making and it was like $75 a minute or something crazy (laughs) like that if we only it was great it was I was like I'll do this for the rest of my life yeah Right. Well, that's that is just bizarre. I've gone to the uh, Consumer Electronics Show a few times too, and they have weird performances yeah. where it's like, why are yeah. you, why are you putting this in here? Yeah. Like I've run into, well, I ran into Jordy LaForge there, which was weird. Um, he was not nice. <laughs> you mean say. Levar Burton? Yeah, Levar Burton. Oh, you yeah. can't talk shit on Levar Burton to well, me. I'm I a love huge Trekkie. I love. So I love. I so same with me. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Star Trek. I mean, I love it. I, I mean, what, I grew up what a cool it. bit that he's an asshole, though. Like, he's like, reading Rainbow, give like, me a fucking latte. <laughs> exactly. Like, I saw him there, you know, and and we were filming, but the whole thing is, you know, everybody's there promoting whatever. So they're paid to be there mm-hmm. and then do interviews. Mm-hmm. And I walked up and, and I was like, hey, you know, I just want to say, you know, Mr. Burton, I'm a huge fan. I even said Mr. Burton, you know, oh. made it very official. And... And he's like, okay, cool. Thank you. Mm. I was like, so... Um, well, maybe he heard about your keyboard. <laughs> maybe like, that was Ooh, it. Ooh, this guy. Oh, please don't you know shake what, my though? hand, Honestly, sir. I got to say, I will forgive that from anybody because somebody was telling a story about Zoe Deschanel and it was like... Uh, and she was like yelling at someone. And I'm like, once you realize like that like every person who's anywhere near a celebrity is a human being. Like think of how many times you as a nice guy mm-hmm. who is a cool person has screamed at someone. Right. You know what I mean? Like in oh, public, yeah. it's just like you're constantly getting, you know, bombarded. You're everybody is Larry David at some point or another, totally. you know? And so, you know, and LeVar Burton is probably the most approached I mean, you know what I and mean? And you're right. Uh, my, and so he just got a call I, from his ex-wife saying, like, sorry, <laughs> you have to keep paying alimony or something. And you'll, he, then you well, walk up. Yeah, you know? and then I just ruined his day. Well, now I That's feel like an asshole about it. Now I'm thinking about spot this. spot on LeVar Burton's <laughs> ex-wife. I don't know if you know. Um, to, uh, Tanya Burton. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, LeVar. You got to have to pay alimony. We're done. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that I know that, yeah, I do feel like a complete jerk. I feel like I should write him and apologize for approaching him <laughs> wow. after that. Well, well now I that did we got my that job. out of the way. I did my job. <laughs> so, um, you performed last night. Mm-hmm. You've got, you're performing like how many, six or seven times, I believe, over this next mm-hmm. week that mm. you're pretty much here? That's why I'm hydrating so much right now. Yeah. Just got to go. I have to perform on Baked tonight. Have to. What is uh... <laughs> it's so funny to talk about it that way. <laughs> uh, and then I've got to go do this. Oh, yeah. What's Baked about? 
Hmm. Baked is Steve Agee and um, mm, shit. I just looked it up. Oh, the is it uh, Steve and Brendan? Steve Brendan, Brendan Small. Brendan Small. Yeah. Um, it's He's like a great. nightclub act show where they have okay. a band and you do a Ooh. song, and Aparna Nanchel is on it, and it's nice. Be so fun. Oh my god, I'm so excited. That Already is warming awesome. up the old chords. What are you, you going to sing? Do you know ahead of time? I do know. Can you say it? You can't say it. I don't know if I should. I, I just want people to come it. and see it really okay. bad because it's. I'm so excited to sing this song because it's never on karaoke lists ever. Ooh. It is a famous artist who is always on karaoke and one of probably the most sung artists, but this song is never on it, which could mean anything. No one's going to guess it. <laughs> no one's going to guess it. That's funny. Um, it That's could be a, like a shitty Coldplay B-side. Um, oh. So anyway. So that's going to be tonight at the Doug Fur Lounge. at the Doug Fur at 11 p.m. Do you sing karaoke a lot? I love karaoke. So do I. What's your go-to? So much. Like um, mine's changes depending, mm, but. Dep- depending I've, I've, on Bowie, <laughs> whether or not it's Bowie. <laughs> yeah, right, it's either Bowie or Bowie. Uh, mine's changing. <laughs> changing? Changing. Okay. Mine is, as has been for a while, um, Mr. Jones by Counting Crows. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. So it's very it's very verbose. Uh-huh. It doesn't have like a recognized. It has like two or three recurring recre- like recurring choruses, mm-hmm. but it's sort of the chorus changes a little bit. Yeah. But everybody knows the chorus, right? But they don't know the rest of the words. And if you do, it's a it's a narrative too. And it's mm-hmm. like I I love that's like the perfect. It's like a you know, it, it's very rousing. Everybody uh-huh. loves it. They're like, I yep. know this song. Yeah. yeah. It's rock and roll, but then everybody doesn't know the words because the uh-huh. problem is when you encounter like a good karaoke song that everybody loves, if everybody knows the words, right. then you can't be the star. Yeah, then they're not paying <laughs> attention to you. Exactly. And that's half the point. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, it's like everybody look at me yeah. while I sing. And then that song, it's really gross because there's a part when he's like, I want to see me on the TV. And everybody's like, ew. <laughs> like obsessed with yourself. Love yourself very much? Wow. I sang that song one time. And my mom, I really leaned into that part, like staring right back at me. And my Did friend you make was eye like, contact gross. With a lot of people? <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> just I make eye contact with every single person just to point it out. <laughs> yeah, basically. I've been... Lately, I've been doing the Highwaymen. Oh, good. Yeah, good. yeah, it's good. That's try to do choice. like all four, all four parts. Like change my voice for yeah. it. Yeah, and that's Neil yeah. Diamond. No, I that is uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, Willie Nelson, Johnny <gasps> Cash, Waylon Jennings, and Chris Christopherson. Oh, Chris. Yeah, yeah. sure. Chris. Okay, so you do all the Chris parts. K. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I try. I try. Why were they doing a song together? They had a group called the Highwaymen. And then they God, named their song the Highwaymen. I am Men. like really revealing how ignorant I am. It wasn't that popular, About, but I mean, you'd recognize you'd, the song. You'd have to know a super group, Alice. Right. Alice. Oh boy. Well, I'm sorry. Well, that's a cool song. Doesn't involve anyway. Counting Crows, so I don't know. What other songs do you sing? Um, I like to sing. Uh, well, I'll do, I will do some Neil Diamond. It depends Neil on the crowd. Like you got to gauge that's where true. you're at. That's a good point. You also, know? whether you're in a room or a bar, mm-hmm. you're singing for a lot of people. Right. You want to do something a little more recognizable. Yeah, yeah. I'll do yeah. that. But if it's a bar, I'll, I'll make it a little more obscure. Yeah. It yeah. depends. Yeah. I also like Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a funny one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's good. Well, we've established those. Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of any other ones that would do, so. Well, okay. we'll find out tonight what you're going to sing. Oh. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we did talk about television. We have to talk about Silicon Valley. Oh, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Everybody pronounces it. I say, okay, I got schooled. (laughs) So I always say Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. But I wanted to like, but then somebody was like, no, it's Silicon. 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 So I've been watching The Americans. This is right. Oh, I love that show. So much. Like how in 
the Russian, they say everybody's first and last name when they talk mm. to oh, yeah. them. Like, Olegaisyevichiv. And it's yeah. like, it really like runs in. So the way you said Silicon Valley was like, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Like, it's Silicon the Valley. whole thing. Um, yes, we'll talk about it. Sorry, I just had to make what an American kind of sh- shout out because I'm deep in it. Oh, I haven't started the when new season. When you watch a show like that, I just started. I'm in season two. I'm so oh, pumped okay. I'm to be through... at the beginning of it. Yeah, because I think it's... I can't remember which one's out right now, season three or four. Mm. But oh, really? That's I don't have far to go. Yeah, no, you don't have too far. I think it might be on far. season... Oh, maybe it's further than that? I think it might be five. Is it already on season five? Uh, no, it's on season four. four. Okay, all right, cool. So I have not started season four. I'm Super through season cool. three. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. Do you like those kinds of shows? Like, I love them, especially yeah. if they're... Really only if they're well done. Yeah. Like... But I loved um, The Good Wife, and that's such a high-quality show. I've heard that's really good. Yeah, I've never you watched don't under- it. Yeah, you don't think it will be. You're yeah, like, that's a like show for old wife. people. I'm like, eh, no. Yeah, you're like, fucking chick stuff. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, but it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. It has yeah. such consistency. I mean, it's okay. like... It's a like a vision. I mean, it's like a mixture of procedural, like, da- you know, um, bottle episodes and, uh, like, art, character arc, you know, uh, serialized bingeable show and it's so so intricate and okay. like complicated and like, like she was the cinematography on, right? itself or, is like I mean yeah. yeah she was cheated on that was like the premise for the beginning okay. but it's really just about this one character and her journey mm-hmm. and it really gets into like law stuff and like okay. different kinds of like you know legalese and stuff like that which I if you find interesting they really do a good job of of showing you how like a case makes its way through a court system and like okay. you know how many levels it can get fucked up and uh but then just the way some of them are shot, it's just so creative and weird, and you wouldn't think that. Zach Woods yeah. from Silicon Valley is also in that, to bring it back. Oh, okay. He plays an um, NSA nice. like guy who sits in a cubicle and listens to people. It's, it's, it's super, super good. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, so I was looking for a new show, and somebody recommended The Americans, yeah. and I was like, yes, this is... This is. So when you watch a show like that, it's like you start to think of yourself as like uh, the character you know like I'm a spy oh yeah I do that all the time or I start to think other people are yeah exactly like like, all right, what's that guy up to yeah he's really he's listening in on somebody isn't he right now like what's what's he doing (laughs) right what's his his goal he looks kind of Russian I don't know (laughs) like everyone here is in a coffee shop and you're like yeah it's like you try to pick out who it is (laughs) yeah I do that all the time like and you start talking like it and you're like oh Mm -hmm. somebody's like can you grab me you know a sandwich and you're like I'll get it done you know, like, yeah, what? Like, okay. Wait a minute. Was that, what was the innuendo there? <laughs> it's weird. Like, I have these, this is totally kind of off topic, but I have these neighbors who just moved in uh, next door to me, and it's this Russian group. So it's mm. it really is weird. Like, there's mm. there's kind of a Russian group here in Portland. Like, everybody knows about it, but we don't talk about it. And, like, for real. Wow. And this group of guys just, I, I can't tell if anybody actually lives there. They just haul in stuff. And just leave it there. And then there'll be like 12 cars out front. It's all like Mercedes and BMWs. And I don't live in a Mercedes or BMW wow. neighborhood. Like, but it's just like it really sticks out. And I don't know what they're up, up to over there. But yeah. I keep trying to like figure it out. But I can't understand anything they're saying. One so of I my downstairs like, neighbors was KG, ex-KGB. Really? Yeah. And he... Like legit, like, like he, was he talked about it? He was ex-KGB. Like he didn't... He was KGB when he was in Russia. Ooh. And then when he came over, he's not. Okay. Like he... he left the KGB and moved to America with his because his wife is Polish wow um, but has he told you any secrets he didn't tell any secrets okay. he just sat outside all day and like smoked and he drank so heavily and it was amazing he drank yeah. this stuff that was like foolproof all the Oof. time and people would 
people would like drink with him and immediately pass out, and he'd be like, "Ha ha ha!" It was amazing. American, he was great. <laughs> and his wife was always saving cats with me, and she's like, "The cat comes big, but he's not pregnant. I don't know why." It was great. That was a pretty good impression right there. <laughs> that's that's a good Russian. I had to do it. <laughs> well, you have two cats, right? Yes, Birdie and yes, Biscuit. Birdie and Biscuit. Yeah. How long have you had Birdie and Biscuit? Um, four, four years almost. Wow. Yeah. Nice. They're, they're little. They're four year olds. Nice. Yeah. Are you gonna get some great. more? Um, I will f- probably not right yeah. now. I'm, I I might. I don't know. It's like yeah. when you think about that, it's like you. I don't have like a cat limit or anything like that, but I don't want to disrupt. There, there's such like bliss in my house right now with the two. Yeah, they're such pals that I'd hate to like disrupt that by bringing in someone new. Yeah, an outsider. So it might not be time. Okay. If I did, I would get a dog. I think. And really, um, I don't really have enough space to get a dog. I was thinking about getting a dog, like a small dog, because they have already been around small dogs before. Okay. And I think that they could like bond over that. And yeah. Be like, what is this weird, uh, ugly cat? Right. Um, and then I could travel with the dog. Oh, okay. So you would want to travel with it. Yeah. How, how often are you on the road? Because you tour around quite a bit, right? Yeah, I'm quite uh, at least once a month. I'm out on the road somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I do. I'm doing quite a bit this month. I'm going to uh, Madison, and I'm going to go to Bloomington, Indiana. Nice. Yeah. So, or maybe Madison's next month. Madison, Wisconsin. I'm really excited about that. But I'm, I'm going to do the Comedy Attic in Bloomington coming up in a couple weeks too, which is amazing. I love that club. It's one of the best yeah. in the country. Yeah. It's so, so great. Yeah. It's like this guy just set up a club in this college town of Bloomington, Indiana. um, Mm -hmm. And then he got really, like, uh, obsessive about how to make a good comedy club. Like, he was, like, making the comedy club. Like, he had a booker and they were getting shows that weren't acts that were not good for the town. And he was just, like, they were failing. And then Doug Benson came in one weekend and sold it out because he's Doug Benson. And he has a huge following of college-age kids. And, like... And he was like, oh, okay, I get it now. I get what people want to see, and, and I don't need this booker anymore. I'm just going to do this. And so Doug Benson like helped him find other acts like Doug Benson. Wow, and he just cool. started booking cool acts, and he was like, oh, and also, people are getting too drunk. No more like shots, nothing like that. We just serve craft beers. That's it. You can't have a bachelorette wow. party. You yeah. can't – low ceilings – like admonish people publicly for talking and like shouting back. Like, he's so obsessive about it. So he's made this incredible experience for comedy in the middle of the Midwest. Like no, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's really really cool to go there. Yeah, that's got to be one of the roughest things. Like walking in to do a show and seeing a bachelorette party or a bachelor party. Oh my god! You know what? <laughs> I do have a story about that. Recently, I was in Nashville, uh, Zanies, and there was a bachelorette party at my at my show. It was the later show on. Um, it was a show on Sunday, actually, and there was a bachelor party, and I was like, "Oh, f-, you know." <laughs> and they had a, they had like, one of them had a light up hat, and I like got yeah. so mad about the oh, light up hat. Light I was up like, hat? "You can't have a light up hat in my crowd!" Like, yeah. And I'm going to the the like one of the guys that works at the club. I'm like, "Come on, get, get take her." Take her to task on that. You can't have a light up hat in my crowd. Like it's my crowd, and I'm getting all like colder than now. And then th- the set was so quiet. Like the the room was so they like ha. ha, ha. They were all so polite and silent. Like they would like, laugh. Were they polite or just drunk? Laugh in this really like constricted way. Like they couldn't let go. And I was like ta- going to the audience. And at a certain point, I literally I went to the bachelorette party because I was like 
so desperate for them to just like get loose you know but I was like so you're getting married like I started talking (laughs) to them and I was like please disrupt this show (laughs) like do something and they were so nice (laughs) damn it so yeah you never know I I had this whole thing planned out about it I was like why do people wear penis hats in a bachelorette party in Nashville it's like we know you're straight gay people can't get married here (laughs) and nothing nobody nobody went for it wanted to interact at all wow Okay, that's weird. That's going <laughs> to so be rough. strange. So you never know. You never know. Don't prejudge an audience. All right. Fair enough. Um, I want to ask about something else that you have coming up. Okay. People of Earth. Oh, yeah. That looks awesome. <laughs> cool. So I didn't know about it until, you know, I started doing some research when you were going to come in. And holy shit, it yeah. looks great. Yeah. So um, I don't care for it, but yeah, sure. I hate it, but they, they paid. Mm. So, <laughs> um, For anybody who doesn't know, though, what's, can you give a synopsis of what it's about? Um. Sure. The synopsis is uh, Wyatt, a, um, oh, is it, he's named Ozzy now? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Rewind. Uh, okay. So it's about a journalist from New York City who goes out to, he gets in a car accident, and so he kind of goes on, like, fluff piece leave at his uh, at his paper. Okay. His boss tells him to go up to Beacon, New York, to do some, like, story on a group of, like, a support group that uh, of people that have alien experiences um, or like alien encounters. And so he writes the piece and he's like, this group is a bunch of wackos. And uh, you meet all the different people in the group and their different experiences that they think that they've had. And, uh, and he kind of befriends one of them and takes them around town. And then he goes back and he starts having these visions and these kind of nightmares about his car accident. And, uh, he goes back to the group. Meanwhile, basically the group, it switches from being like the reality is that like he got in a car accident and these people are wackos to these people are living in reality and he is the one that is in denial and they end up hypnotizing him and they figure out that he's had this experience. And at the end of the show, you're introduced to like the aliens that he's had an experience with and they're also characters on the show so it's like this really really grounded like Greg Daniels directs it show um, about aliens and people just hanging out together (laughs) and how that's real and so um, it's really it's tense and it's weird and it's really funny and um, and bizarre and I'm really excited to be a part of it and you play one of the abductees right Uh, yeah I play Kelly she is a um She's kind of a just, just she just doesn't have her life together at all. She has a part time job temping at a funeral home, and she's, you know, she kind of thought she'd find a husband by now, and like, she's really jaded and and not happy about her experiences. So she sees she's Ozzy coming in, and she's like, oh my god, this guy is great. You know, oh, every gotcha, every yeah. guy she meets, she's like, this could be the one. <laughs> the ticket out. <laughs> exactly. So uh, so that's her, and uh, and yeah, she's. She got abducted. That's that's <laughs> awesome. That comes out later this year. Later this year, I think in the yeah. fall. Yeah, we're filming it soon. So. Oh, nice! You haven't even filmed everything. We yet. filmed the pilot. And we're okay. Filming the rest of it in July. Did you uh, do any research on alien abductees? Yeah, we had to do did a you? lot of research. Okay, like how? So, like, looks up online, or did you interview people? Or no, inter- we did get a, a speaker for who had who had got kind of embedded with they, they have these support groups these these okay. groups of people that meet up and there's like an online huge online community uh, and there's a guy who had, had embedded himself and done a lot of stories about these groups of people and he came and talked to us about what they're like um, wow and our our 
representation is a little bit more like hip. We yeah. have young people in our group, and a lot of these people are not young. They're yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. They live in um, the cabin out in the woods. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, and, you know, we read a lot. And originally the inspiration was kind of X-Files, that mm-hmm. world. Um, but our show is, I mean, X-Files was really silly. Yeah. You know, there had like a, there was a silly element to it. But I think the, the creepiness comes from kind of like the grounded, like you care about these characters a lot and they're mm-hmm. like normal lives. And then, you know, the, there's every once in a while an intimation that there, there could actually be danger and that these people, these aliens who are just doing their job. Right. Are going to, um, like <laughs> they have a plot to take over the world, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. How exciting. It's a it's a cool show. Yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of it. And it's a great cast. Anna Gosteyer is on it. Brian Husky. Oh, nice. Yeah, Love Wyatt Snack, Luca Jones. It's like so, it's such a good cast. I'm so excited. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Like I love I love pretty much anything about aliens. I'll, really? I'll great. Yeah, yeah great. I do. I'm I'm in. I'm on board. Aliens <laughs> are spies. They're then, there. Then I'm then I'm in. <laughs> um all right. Well, so you've got shows, like I said, all weekend. So Bridgetowncomedy.com. That is where everyone can go. Yes, yeah. And see your shows. Yeah, um, if you want to go to my website, it's Alice Wetterlin backslash all dash shows dash two. It's like I have a I have like a <laughs> hop, a link for my shows, but it's like it's so all dash convoluted. Shows dash two. No, it's underscore. Not real. It probably says four five three. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, go to the Bridgetown website. All my shows are listed there, and uh, and yeah, I I have a lot of good ones coming up. I'm so excited to be in Portland. It's so great here. Sweet. Well, yeah, yeah you've got several days. What are you going to do with your time off? I'm going to go to the. Uh, vintage stores ah, that are here. Um, I basically only shop in Portland for clothing. Like my entire wardrobe comes from Portland. You have the you have the best. I'm speaking to you directly now, Portland. Yes. You listen to me right now. Get really close. You stop complaining. Turn the volume up. You live in a place that cares about coffee and vintage clothing, and women don't have to wear makeup. Yeah. So just stop complaining. Nobody's complaining. Okay, it's just me. All right. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go drink coffee and shop for vintage stuff and sweet catch up on podcasts. Nice. Yeah. I love it here. Awesome. Well, AliceWetterland.com. Go there. What's your Twitter handle? Alice Wetterland. Well, that's easy to I do. Know. So Alice Wetterland on Twitter, BridgetownComedy.com. Get your tickets to go see Alice. Go see all of Get the shows them. and uh, find out what she's gonna sing for karaoke tonight. Eee! Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know who Brendan Small is? Yes. Yeah. 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 So he's small. No, he's not small. But he was oh, uh, Metalocalypse. Oh, that's right. I yeah, was reading it guy. on the plane. Yeah. Doi. Yeah, he's a pretty amazing musician. Yeah, I really love that show. It's so great. I will be stupidly dorky around him. Perfect. All right. Come see that. Come see it. Go tonight. Thanks, Alice. Thank you. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go, Alice Wetterlin, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Thank you for tuning in. We do this show five days a week right here at FunEmploymentRadio.com and then on iTunes and Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. So be sure to check that out. We've got a ton of interviews on there, including a bunch more with Bridgetown comedians. We're going to be doing this all week. So uh, go to the website now, check it all out, and I will talk to you later. Bye.